0: Welcome in to In Plain Speech. Let me get rid of this here, banner right here. Hey, there we are. Welcome to In Plain Speech. This is episode two. I'm Andy. I'm the digital pastor here at Bay Hope Church, and I am grateful that you have joined us today on this very exciting episode, probably the best episode of In Plain Speech that we've ever done. Uh, being the second episode. Yes, of course it is. Hey, I also wanted to let you know I am live on the internet. So if you're listening to this as a podcast, if you're carrying this around in your pocket on either Apple Podcasts or, or Spotify or Google Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts, we are also live on Facebook and YouTube and in our online campus Facebook group for Bay Hope Church. So, hello, everybody. Let me know in the comments right now if you can hear me. If give me a thumbs up if audio is going well. This is kind of a one man show right now, one person show, uh, and so it's just me and a computer. And uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna talk about um, the Bible a little bit. Uh, in plain speech is something that we started a couple of weeks ago. It is kind of a podcast and live teaching time that seeks to put the Bible into plain speech i mean that you know the the bible was written in very contemporary language for its time but we've kind of lost some of that and so for us we want to just draw out the contemporariness of the bible i don't know if that's an actual word let's let's go for it contemporariness but hey also do me a favor and uh as you can see on the banner below Make sure you like and share this, whatever you're doing right now, if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, make sure you rate and review this so that the rest of the world can actually come along on this plain speech journey. Um, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna be kind of jumping into first the book of First Corinthians a little bit more. So last week, if you joined us last episode, um, there was a lot to break down about the book of 1 Corinthians, which is what we're going to be in for the next little bit here in In Plain Speech. And you'll be able to follow along with me uh, live, or if you're watching this on demand on video. And if you're listening to this on your, uh, like I said, if you're if you're taking this with you in podcast in audio form, uh, we're going to be in 1 Corinthians 1, uh, starting in verse 10, all the way through chapter 2 and verse 11. And that seems like a very big chunk. Uh, but It's not when you actually think of kind of the bigger scheme of things in the book of 1 Corinthians. There's a, a lot to break down here. And yet at the same time, if you remember, in plain speech is designed around picking out that one main idea and allowing that to kind of inform the way we live. And so we're going to be concentrating today on this idea of unity. And wisdom. And you can kind of see that in the description of the video as well. Uh, The unity and the wisdom of Christ and the unity and the wisdom of the church. So how we're going to handle this today is I'm going to read it. I'm going to read through the passage with you. Uh, So like I said, if you're you're along with us, uh, I can actually pull it up on the screen. Boom. Right there. You see that? Right there. Cool. Uh, I'm going to read along with you all. Uh, and kind of, I want to get your thoughts on what all of this is. So if you are live right now, let me know in the comments the first thing that jumps out at you. And if, this, if you're watching this on demand, I'm actually going to be putting up a link a little bit later to a Facebook group uh, that you can come and engage with the rest of us, or you can just email us or hit me up on my socials or hit the church up on their socials as well. Ready? Let's read. So First Corinthians 1, let me make this a little bit bigger. Starting in verse 10. Paul writes to the church in Corinth. He says, I appeal to you, brothers and sisters, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that all of you agree with one another in what you say and that there may be no divisions among you, but you may be perfectly united in mind and thought. My brothers and sisters, some from Chloe's house have informed me that there are quarrels among you. What I mean is this. One of you says, I follow Paul. Another says, I follow Apollos. Another, I follow Cephas. And still another, I follow Christ. He writes in verse 13, is Christ divided? Was Paul crucified for you? Were you baptized in the name of Paul? I thank God that I did not baptize any of you except Crispus and Gaius. So no one can say that you were baptized in my name. And yes, it's a little weird. He kind of backs up and says, yeah, I also baptized the household of Stephanus, But beyond that, I don't remember if I baptized anyone else. It's just this little parenthetical document. It's almost like when Paul is dictating this to the person that is writing it down, he's like, You know, um, I baptized Christmas and Gaius. Cool, let's move on. Oh, wait, there was Stephanus as well. And I don't think there was anyone else. It almost wouldn't strike you or wouldn't like surprise you to see another parenthetical document. There's not, but so we read on. Verse 17, for Christ did not send me to baptize, but to preach the gospel, not with wisdom or eloquence, lest the cross of Christ be emptied of its power. And I want to stop right there. This is exactly what in plain speech is. I am not wise, I am not eloquent, I am but a middle, young, adult male uh, who is just kind of trying to contextualize the Bible with you, for you. So uh, I'm right there with you, Paul. No wisdom, no eloquence here. Let's read down. Verse one, chapter 18. For the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. For it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise, the intelligence of the intelligent, I will frustrate. Where is the wise person? Where is the teacher of the law? Where is the philosopher of this age? Has not God made foolish the wisdom of the world? For since in the wisdom of God, the world through its wisdom did not know him. God was pleased through the foolishness of what was preached to save those who believe. A lot of whole stuff there. We're gonna come back to all of that. So just just so you know. Verse 22, Jews demand signs and Greeks look for wisdom, but we preach Christ crucified a stumbling block to Jews and foolishness to Gentiles. But to those whom God has called, both Jews and Greeks, Christ the power of God and the wisdom of God. For the foolishness of God is wiser than human wisdom and the weakness of God is stronger than that you are in Christ Jesus, who has become for us wisdom from God, that our, that are that is, excuse me, our righteousness, holiness, and redemption. Therefore, as it is written, let the one who boasts, boast in the Lord. Now that's the end of chapter one. We're gonna move into chapter two real quick, but I do need to take a quick pause, a quick timeout, and point you back to verse 30 and 31. We're gonna be coming to this very soon. I'm gonna read it again. It is because of him that you are in Christ Jesus, who has become for us wisdom from God. That is our righteousness, holiness, and redemption. Therefore, as it is written, let the one who boasts, boast in the Lord. So uh, there's a whole lot of wisdom and a whole lot of nonsense. And just in the spirit of of in plain speech, we're going to be focusing in on this. Let me read the rest of the passage and then we'll jump back to this. So We do, however, speak a message of wisdom among the mature, but not the wisdom of this age or the rulers of this age who are coming to nothing. No, we declare God's wisdom a mystery that has been hidden and that God destined for our glory before time began. None of the rulers of this age understood it, for if they had, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. However, as it is written, what no eye has seen, what no ear has heard, and what no human mind has conceived, that is from Isaiah 64, verse 4 or sorry, Isaiah 64, I can talk, verse four. The things of God has prepared for those who love him. These are the things that God has revealed to us by his spirit. The spirit searches all things, even the deep things of God. And we're gonna stop there. I know I said it was going to verse 11, but we're gonna stop right there at verse 10. So let me shrink this down a little bit. There's a whole lot there. Whole, whole, whole lot there. Whole host of things there. And I want to go back to that one thing that I said we were going to talk about. Uh, Let me find it. Where is it? If you're listening to this on the audio version, you have no clue what I'm talking about. Right here. Boom. I'm going to highlight that in the old blue and I'm going to come back to you here. The idea that wisdom comes from something other than ourselves is kind of a foreign subject to a lot of us. If you remember from last week, the main problem with the church in corinth that paul is writing to so paul's already written one letter letter excuse me and that letter got lost this is the second letter that paul is writing to them and the main problem with this church in corinth is that they've actually forgotten what it means to be christians they've forgotten how to be a church they have forgotten how to conduct themselves as christians and that's a big deal and paul is kind of cl- trying to clear all of this up culture Then, just like it does now, it influences us so, so much. I mean, it it influences me to no end. The way I dress, the way I speak, the things I do, the foods I eat, and you as well. Culture influences you whether you want it to or not. Some of us are deeper into that influence. United States, but the Western world in general, tells us that we need to run after our our own desires and our own thoughts. It's funny, I'm, I'm preparing a message for... The Harbor, uh, our college campus, our USF, which is University of South Florida College campus. And I'm going to be preaching it next Tuesday at their physical in person gathering. I'm actually talking about worship, but I'm talking about a communal form of worship. And anyway, one of the points that I'm making in that message is much along the same as what I'm going to say to you here today. Culture, yes, influences us. But when you look at what American culture says to be, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? When you start to think about American culture, you think, "Oh, I'm a self-made person, self-made man or woman. I have, uh, I have pulled myself up by my bootstraps. I've started my own business. I'm a, I'm a self-made millionaire. I've did all this stuff myself. I'm so individualist, individualistic, and yet I have a family that calls me to do this, and I have this that you know. But, but at the center of it, it's me. It's all about me. It's all about chasing my desires, chasing my wants, chasing my needs. Wisdom then is found on any single thing that fulfills me." that tells me what to do. It's in the algorithm that tries to pull me further into it. Wisdom is found on an app on your phone then, or it's found on your computer, or it's found from social media, or it's found on a podcast. That's where we get our wisdom from because we innately know that something that's telling me to be me, and me to be stronger, and me to be wiser, and all those things is, of course, perfect for me. But Paul is telling us right here in 1 Corinthians, the end of 1 Corinthians, that that's not the case. Wisdom is not found in, in my own individualistic thing. 1 Corinthians 1, verse 30, Christ is our wisdom. Let me read it again so that you, let me, it's because of him that you are in Christ Jesus, who has become for us wisdom from God. That is our righteousness, holiness, and that big word redemption. It's because of Christ that we are saved. It's because of Christ that we are redeemed. It's because of Christ that we're able to live eternally. But not only that, I think a lot of Christians just stop at the, cool, I'm saved. Let's go live, man. A lot of times we stop there and we don't actually step into the second part, which is where our filter is. So we've got the salvation, yes, but we also need to filter our things. We need to filter our life through the lens of Jesus Christ. That's where wisdom comes from. And wisdom is just simply a way of looking at the world. And so when we become believers, when we start to actually value that relationship with Jesus, we begin to value this filter that we have around us. And our views of the world, of love, of justice, of peace, of, uh, of, of judgment, of how we spend our money and how we spend our time and do all these things, it starts to change. And, that, and Jesus is where all of that comes from. It's the center of everything. That's what Paul is saying in this passage. And there, again, there's a whole lot here. I'm pulling out the big main topic, boom, right now. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing. This sort of unity that happens when, yeah, you know, Paul's talking about the church and Paul wants the church to do, and we're going to talk a whole lot about the church, trust me. We're going to talk about unity in the church. But but what Paul is talking about here is the unity that comes from us knowing Jesus and us knowing our church and the wisdom that kind of is this just cyclical thing. Jesus feeds into us, we feed into the church, the church feeds back into God, and it's just it keeps going round and round and round in circles. And so this is kind of the point of this entire passage. I, uh, I, you can see from the bottom of here if you're live. I would love it if you went to facebook.com slash group slash Church. I want to know what you pulled out of this. I want to know the in plain speech thing for you, kind of the big point, because really this passage is all about being wise. And I want to know what being wise is for you. I want to know what that one practical step that you can take today in being wise. What's one practical way that you can, that you can kind of step forward in being united with your church or with your family or better yet with God? What is one practical step? For me, honestly, it's been meditation. I've been taking just a few minutes out of the day, sitting in the morning, usually after a cup of coffee, so it's before the coffee is kicked in, so I'm not really jerky, calming my breath, calming my emotions, calming everything, and connecting with God, connecting with the wisdom that has created me, that knows me better than I know myself. That's the practical step for me. That's where my wisdom comes from. That's where my filter comes comes from. What about for you? What is that practical step for you? I invite you today, uh, or whenever you're watching this or whenever you're listening to this to go to facebook.com slash group slash church and let me know. Or go to any of our socials at Bay Hope Church and let me know. Just reference, you know, this right here. Say hey I was listening to Pastor Andy on uh, this thing. Darcy, thanks for posting this Darcy. I love this. Being wise is not thinking I am in control. God is in control and being in charge, which equals wisdom. Darcy, I completely agree. And I love the fact that you said, it's not thinking that I am in control. Again, that fights back against that that individualistic society that we all have been living in. We've all been growing in, and we've all been kind of raised in. It's us pushing back against culture and saying, no, 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 no. I'm not going to find my wisdom on that app. I'm not going to find my wisdom in that magazine or in that podcast. Mag- Nobody reads magazines anymore. Let's be honest. I'm not going to find that in that Google Reader thing or I'm not going to find that uh, in that social media account. I'm going to find wisdom from the true word of God in the Bible. And that's what we're doing here at In Plain Speech. I want to thank you for joining me here. Darcy, thanks for responding. Anybody else at any point, whenever you're watching this, feel free to jump in the comments. I'll be pulling them back up and I'll be responding to them as I see them. Uh, if you want to email us, you can always email me, uh, at any of our any of our accounts, all of our email information is located in this. Absolutely, Darcy, thank you for being here. Uh, thanks so much for being here. Uh, I wanna pray for you if you don't mind wherever you're at right now, uh, whenever you're listening to this. Let me pray for you. Let me pray for unity and pray for wisdom. So let's just take a brief moment. God, thank you for your love for us. Thank you for your care and your mercy and your generosity. Thank you so much for allowing us to be your children and your people. And God, thank you for wisdom. Thank you for what no, allowing us to know what it means to be truly saved, to be truly redeemed, to be truly uh, yours. God, thank you for really taking care of us. And most importantly, God, thank you for saving us so that we can live in eternity with you. God, today I'm asking that we each can have one practical step that we can take to continue to really live out what it means to be a believer, God. And for those of us that are far from Christ that are just kind of diving into the Bible right now, God, I'm praying for them. They're listening to this right now and they're going, these guys are crazy. These people are crazy. But God, we, we, we know that we have the, the secret to eternal life. And for those that are far from Christ, God, we're praying that, that you start to impress yourself upon them. That the spirit moves and the spirit really kind of allows them to take steps into your faith, into being your children. God, thank you so much. We're praying all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, thanks for joining me today here on episode two of In Plain Speech. Remember to keep sharing all this stuff. Our production quality is just going to keep going up and up and up. We're going to have music. We're going to have all the things. And if you're listening to this in podcast form, you're going, I hear the music coming in right now, Andy. Yes, you do. Congratulations. Hey, I love you. And like I said, jump into that group. I will talk to the Music, intro, words, whatever. I love you. I'll talk to you guys later.